Alright, it's October 19th, and this is another episode of Headliners. This week we're talking Carol from Sesame Street is retiring, Shawshank TV show, and this week's box office. Sheehan couldn't make it, so it's just Jimmy and I holding down the fort this week. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. I've seen three movies in my life. Bridge on the River Kwai, Patton, and Herbie Fully Loaded. You serious, Clark? I always thought it through. Is that your thing? You come into a bar, you read some obscure passage, and then pretend you, you pawn it off as your own? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Did that go the way you thought it was going to go? Nope. Hey, Jimmy. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing all right, you know. Trying to make it through this the first like really cold week we've had. That's what I was just gonna say. It, it, it turned into fall earlier, which was really nice. But then today it was cold. It was like, well, too soon. Stay, stay like sixty and sunny. But we yeah. were like forty five when I woke up. It was at thirty one when I woke up this morning. I just had to take all the air conditioners off the windows in this house. That's what I was doing actually right before we recorded, because my girlfriend's mom's coming over and they like let the draft in a little, you know. Mm-hmm. We had one, two, three, four, five. We had five air conditioners, like window units. I had to go yeah. take them all down. Things, things are heavy as hell. I don't even take mine out of the window. I just leave it in year-round. Well, that's why you probably get a cold breeze coming through. Oh, yeah, it's great. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I just wear sweats everywhere in my apartment. Uh, moving into the box office, though, the top five this week are Venom, still number one. A Star is Born, following up number two. First Man, number three. Goosebumps 2. Haunted Halloween, number four. And Smallfoot holding on at number five. Which, uh, nothing we'll hold really, off on it. Nothing going crazy here, though. Yeah. No, this, uh, this isn't surprising. I thought First Man would probably get one or two. But I'm not surprised also that A Star is Born and Venom held on. No, I mean, a, a Venom has the comic book aspect that's going to capture everyone. A Star is Born, I haven't heard anyone say anything bad about it. Any age, gender, whatever. Like, it's like every group of person I've heard say good things about Star is Born. First Man, I haven't heard anything about. I, I yeah. just, Have you heard any buzz? We did our, last week, we did our episode fully on it. But just like in the general scope of the internet and like, TV and buzz. I haven't really heard anyone buzzing about First Man. No, I just, I mean, I follow a lot more movie reviewers than you guys do, and I saw the first wave of reviews come out, and then nothing, where people are still talking about A Star is Born. People are still even talking about Venom, how it's like fun bad, yeah. but nothing about First Man. Yeah, exactly. It's going by I the th- wayside. I, I, yeah, I think they kind of got screwed by releasing it right after them. It's also not that great, which is. I well, think, yeah. But it's also it's not, not it's terrible. Not it's not film. terrible, but it's it's. I think at any time that movie isn't gonna deserve like rave conversations nonstop, like a Star Is Born. I I think if they release it in August, when it's in between the like summer blockbusters and like the fall Oscar bait, it would have been good, and it yeah. would have like had a stronger first couple weeks. But Ryan Gosling's not not headlining movies that they're gonna release in a dump month. True. True. All right, let's hop into trailers. First one up is Aladdin. I'm not even going to describe what Aladdin is, because if you don't know, go watch the animated one. It's amazing. I I just felt ripped off at this trailer. I just want to see the genie. What did you think? Uh, this trailer's nothing. It's not even a trailer. Like, <laughs> this could have been 
an animation from the first one with some music. There's no dialogue. There's no acting. There's like it's nothing. This did nothing. I mean, it's in the same world as Aladdin, but we need to see way more. I'm very skeptical about this Aladdin movie. Yeah, I, I did see online people were calling out that it's almost beat for beat the exact same trailer as the Beauty and the Beast teaser. So, and I, I feel like that hyped up the internet. So maybe they thought that was that this was going to do the same thing. But I haven't seen anything positive about this trailer other than show us the genie. They probably use the same trailer house. But Thunder Road, the next movie on our list is I I tweeted out the short from this, which you you said you talked about a couple weeks ago. It's a full. Well, we talked film. about the first trailer, not the short. Oh, so the the short is well worth it, and then they built a movie off of it because the short won best short at Sundance. It's the mm-hmm. it's the most crazy mix of humor and heartbreaking drama in one story. Like it's one scene, and it's hilarious. Hilarious Isn't, is better. It's funny, and it's like mm-hmm. heartbreaking. Isn't it just like a eulogy, and then it's flashbacks to like stuff he's talking about during it? Not the short is just the eulogy, no flashbacks. I think the movie okay. is going to be they're going to expand on like his whole life. All right. Yeah, it looks wild. I, I want to see it. But a lot of times shorts are just like in Whiplash, they made a short, and it was just that, um, are you dragging or rushing? Mm-hmm. It was just that scene was the short, and it was a different actor than Miles Teller. Yeah, kind of like a proof of concept. Yes, exactly. So I think that's maybe what this was. It was just one scene from this bigger picture they had. Oh, nice. Well, I, I haven't watched the short yet just because I want to see the movie. I think after the movie comes out, I'll watch that, and then I'll watch the short and kind of compare them. Interested to see what they expand on, though. Next trailer up is The Kid Who Would Be King. Old school magic meets the modern world when young Alex stumbles upon the mythical sword Excalibur. I know this is a kid's movie, but it just, it looks so bad to me. Well, yeah, it just looks terrible. It looks like a worse, it looks like a, it looks like a D minus Harry Potter. Yeah, I mean, I know we've said in the past, though, there's movies that aren't for us that are still good. This looks like it's not for us and is bad. Yes. So moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Although I do think the kid is Andy Serkis' kid. Uh, I don't know who that is. He's like one of, he's the best motion cap person, and he has like his own design studio. Is that a known name? I've never heard that name. He's Gollum in Lord of the Rings. Oh he's, oh, he's the ape in the Planet of the Ape movies. Oh yes, okay. Uh, the aftermath is about uh, Germany after they have to surrender and British coming in and trying to be like Nazis. You're in the wrong. This movie, I think, like I I, I love period pieces and I love this part of history, but it kind of looks like uh, um, what was that movie with Kate Winslet and Leo, like Revolutionary Road, where it's just like going to be too much drama, like just just kind of one tone of like kind of sad drama the whole time for me it does yeah no i i i agree 100 percent. and watching the trailer like when i read the little blurb before i watched it, i was like oh that sounds interesting like a historical piece set after the war you don't really get a lot of those and then it looks like it's just like a very dramatic romantic film about this lady who falls in love with a former nazi how the fuck do you fall in love with a former nazi hey don't don't knock love. <laughs> I'm not. I'm knocking the Nazis. Love is love. <laughs> All right. Um. No. What the fuck? Oh, Dave is gone. He's vanished. He's gone. We're moving on to things worth mentioning but not discussing. I'm gonna start, and I hope Dave gets back in time. 
Not only does the same guy do the voices for Big Bird and Oscar the Grouch, but he's been the only one to do it since the show started 50 years ago. He's a man named Carol, and he's finally retiring. I didn't miss a beat while you were gone, Dave. <laughs> Went straight into things worth mentioning and not discussing. I awesome. never watched Sesame Street. I've never seen a live or any episode of Sesame Street besides like a YouTube clip when Robin Williams was on. So I don't I can't even imagine the big bird and Oscar Grouch, but good for this guy for holding down a career for 50 years and happy retirement. Yeah, I, I have nothing really to add to it except that I, I did watch Sesame Street growing up. It's wild that he's been these two characters for 50 years and he deserves his retirement. He's like 83 now. Good job, Sesame Street, dude named Carol. Carol! Carol! <laughs> Moving on to more famous at, uh, pop stars. Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande broke up this week. She and wrote, this means Pete Davidson has to figure out how to be funny. But I, I think he's funny. He's just not good on SNL. If you see him in other things, he's good. I, like, I saw him live. Do you stand up? It was pretty funny. But every time he's on a talk show... Or SNL skit, like I really, mm. really don't like him. Some I mean, just he's he's so, bad at sketch com- comedy. I think. Yeah, some irks me like hard. Um, also, the whole like the whole young love marriage thing just makes me think they're idiots, which I guess they are. Like the, uh, they, they started dating and then I'm like, I guess three I'm, weeks later. Yeah, I guess I'm an I'm just a judgmental jerk. But they just seem like dumb kids now. Like I will always just think of him as a dumb idiot now. Because no, how are you I, gonna how are you gonna do something that the whole world like can see coming and you don't? You're that dumb. Also, she broke up with him because he was sending pictures to Mac Miller of them together to tell him to tell Mac like it's over, she's mine now, and then Mac Miller killed himself. So shitty shitty oh, shitty that, topic. That's why they broke up. Well, I should say that's what I read in a headline. I didn't read the actual report. Okay, that that's super fucked up. I I was on Pete Davidson's side here. If that's true, then fuck him. What? I'm on Ariana's side the whole time. She's rich. She's hot. She's the good one. I know he had the perfect dream though. He just he was like, yeah, my job is to pay for groceries in the apartment, and she pays for everything else. He weirds me out, man. Like he like really weirds me out. But this is my favorite headline of the week. I actually texted it to Sheehan because I'm excited about this. Mm-hmm. Ben Stiller is premiering a miniseries about the prison escape that took place in 2015 that was like a copycat of Shawshank. They fucked this one nurse lady or female guard, and she gave them she gave them um, power tools, and they tunneled through the wall. They hit it with Sopranos posters. They went like through the pipes, through the sewer, and popped up in a neighborhood. The only bad part about this story is that, unlike Shawshank Redemption where Andy was actually an innocent guy and a good guy. These guys are bad guys, like really bad guys, and I think they both ended up dying. But a miniseries about a prison escape is always going to captivate me. And Ben Stiller does pretty good work when he produces and edits and all that stuff, so I am very excited about this. It's going to be on Showtime, I believe, or Stars. Hmm. It's on one of those those two. But... It's a true story about true crime, and it's a miniseries, so that's going to be a nice conclusion. So I'm, I'm really excited about this. Yeah, I, I, I was pretty excited when you were telling us about it in the group chat this week. Uh, question, though, is Ben Stiller just producing it, or is he going to be in it? I think he's just producing it. Okay. Does Ben Stiller act anymore? 
He did, um, what's that one where he went to Iceland a couple of years ago? I like that one. I'm not sure. Uh, and then he did, like, a heist movie with Eddie Murphy. I remember that one, but that was a while ago. That was, like, Tower Heist or whatever. Yeah, I think that was, like, three, four years ago, which isn't that long. Let's see. I mean, that's long for actors. Usually, actors who do stuff, do stuff every year. Brad Status. But oh, he, did the, think... he did the Meyerowitz stories with Adam Sandler. And... Oh, that's supposed to be good. Yeah, it's not bad. I watched it. And then he did Zoolander 2, which was horrible. Oof, yeah. I couldn't even finish that. But I also feel like he's at that point where he's just like, fuck it. I'll do the projects I want. I don't need to work every year. Yeah. This one looks like it might be called In the Dark. No, it's not. He's doing a lot of stuff, though. That's cool. Nice. Good for him. I like him. Moving on to our last one. Netflix released their Q3 uh, figures this week. They added 7 million subscribers this quarter, and they are responsible for 15% of all the internet traffic. I looked up their total subscriber and the average cost. They're bringing in $2.2 billion in revenue each month. Each month? Yes. $2.2 billion a month? Yes, because they're at 160000 uh, er, 160 million subscribers, and the average cost is $13.99. Holy fuck. Well, good for them. I like Netflix. I'm still, they haven't peaked to the point where I'm rooting against them yet. I like, they put out so much original content, they just throw shit at the wall. Some of it's not for me, and that's fine, but there's a lot that, of it that yeah. I really enjoy. That's uh, what I love about them, because they're, they don't have to put anything in theaters or on t- TV, so there's no MPAA. They can kind of just, like, make stuff for niche audiences and go a little bit more, like, outside the box with all the programming. Yeah, and then they'll bring you shows like Glitch. That's like an Australian TV show that we would never, ever be able to see. But Netflix like, hey, that's pretty quality. Can we buy it and share it, share it with the world? Like, fuck yeah, Netflix. Uh, Netflix, the only thing, I, I read something about how people who were around for the beginning of the internet get really sad about how centralized the internet is now, and Netflix is 15%. Facebook, I think, is like a big chunk. YouTube is a big chunk. There's like five websites that make up 90% of the internet's traffic, and the people that invented the internet like did not want a centralized internet, which we definitely have now. So some people think that's sad. I I don't really, I don't even care, but I thought it was an interesting point that I read that I would share with you guys. No, that, that's a good point. And I remember back in the day, like, going to a million different sites to find stuff. Remember yeah. E-Bombs World? Oh, yeah. That was, that was my favorite site back in the day. <laughs> that and Addicting Games. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that, too. Awesome. Hell, yeah. All right, we All have right. some movie trailers that are coming out for movies. That, or what's this mid-'90s one? Mid-'90s? That's the Jonah Hill movie that we're going to review within the next couple of weeks. I'm watching the trailer now on mute because I hadn't seen this before. It looks really good. It's filmed in 480, like VHS style yeah. filming. Or actually, like mini DV or VHS about like home videos of a skater kid who goes mm-hmm. homeless. That's what I'm getting from the trailer. Whatever. This looks awesome. It's, it's very nostalgia based, obviously. But yeah, this looks pretty cool. I'm excited about this one. What yeah, else we're is gonna, there? Uh, there's also Halloween, the reboot sequel. Uh, to the original Halloween, which for horror fans like me, this actually looks good. I'm going to go see it. And then Can You Ever Forgive Me, 
which I don't know what that is, actually. I haven't watched this trailer. It looks like it's a Melissa McCarthy drama. Which Oh, is this the one where she's forging the letters? I have no idea. Yes, that, that's what this is, which has gotten a lot of early Oscar buzz. Then whenever someone, a comedian, does drama, there's buzz. Yeah. Uh, but, but that'd be wild if she's released three movies this year, if the first two were so horrible and the third one got her an Oscar the hell of a year what were the first two when she goes the, to college when she goes to college in the r-rated muppets <sighs> terrible <laughs> yeah those are horrible movies but if she comes out with an oscar contender now people are gonna forget about those definitely all right so last week we did the first man before that we did a star is born and next monday we are doing Bad Times at El Royale. So if you've missed any of those single movie episodes, go check those out. Do we have anything else for today's headliners without she? And I think it's a short, short app. I know. Do you want to do our recommendations? We haven't done that in a while. I haven't been watching anything, but I can recommend some podcasts. I'm listening to this podcast called Ear Hustle, which is made by people in San Quentin prison. Mm Mm-hmm. The reason I found out about it is that San Quentin just had its first murder in a while in the prison, and there was, like, a big buzz. And someone said, like, if you listen to Ear Hustle, you'd know that San Quentin's, like, the mecca of prisons. Everyone wants to get there because their reform programs are so strong that everyone wants to get And when you get there, you pretty much behave because you don't want to leave. So murders are crazy, which San Quentin used to have the opposite reputation a while back. But it's like they bring in different inmates every time, and they tell their stories and shit like that. It's cool. If you like true crime. Also, In the Dark is finally a podcast that has non-disappointing true crime stories. Okay. I'll have to check those out. I, I'm trying to think of what I've watched lately. I've also still, been watching Cheers. How does that hold up? I've never seen it before. Have you ever like watched episodes of it, or do you just know it? I just, I've seen like a handful of episodes. I never like sat full down episodes? and watched it. Yeah. I had never seen like it. an episode. I'd just seen maybe like quotes from montages in movies. Mm-hmm. Um, it's endearing, man. I was watching that documentary on the 90s that Sheehan keeps talking about. Yeah. And they talked about everyone loved Cheers because all the characters in Cheers are constantly rooting for each other. Like they're friends. That's nice. And it is. It does have this very, without feeling like a 1950s family sitcom, like corny. It has this very, like, nice vibe. It's weird. I've, I've, I think I'm going to keep watching it. I probably won't finish the whole thing because there's 10 seasons, like 30 eps a season. But I'm, I've yeah. watched an episode before I go to sleep every night, and it's kind of nice to fall asleep to. Hmm. I'll have to check that out, too. I haven't really been watching anything new that I haven't already recommended. Uh, the Good Place this season is still fantastic, and South Park is, is still fantastic. Nice. So I have to watch Always Sunny. Watch I missed yesterday's Always Sunny. Oh, I need to catch up on that. I haven't watched anything after the premiere. Yeah. All right, cool. Thank you guys very much for listening. Go check out our movie reviews. If you've seen any movies lately, we're probably reviewing them. If you're excited for one in the future, let us know, and we'll put it on our list. Yep. Go uh, like and subscribe on our social media as well, Six Pack Cinema, on both Instagram and Twitter. Boom. Sheehan done a lot to that Instagram. It looks good. Yeah, it looks fantastic. Shout out Sheehan. Love you, buddy. See you guys.